0: have some good thanksgiving plans yeah. yeah well we had a thanksgiving plan the other day and boy did it cost a lot of money but i had it i had it i'm not you know i'm not not spending it on credit or anything like that but we went ice skating whoo that was that was uh, fun for about a couple laps <laughs> when another football injury i had was i had a compound fracture in my ankle and i had a big screw in there about that big no i'm not exaggerating and when those skates, they just sort of go places your feet can't go. How many, how many have ever ice skated? How many are not going again? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was fun and, and it was festive and all that kind of stuff. But this morning, I want to briefly talk to you about reasons to be thankful. We have so many different reasons to be thankful. And I, I want to uh, acknowledge, you see the young lady that played the guitar? And her name's Cheryl, and that's Hannah's friend. Hey, Cheryl, can you peek out of the curtain? Are you back there? Cheryl. Oh, there she is. Come on out here. Let's give her a hand this morning. We just wanted to thank you for helping us today. You did a wonderful job. And Hannah's friend. They're actually one of the Rhema churches that we, uh, we oversee. They're in Cary. Kerry, no, And uh, they have a wonderful work going on there. And, and it's funny because it's so typical what Hannah would do. Uh, She has a day off, and she comes and serves in the ministry, you know, and uh, so it was added uh, pleasure this morning. God bless Cheryl. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We're so thankful that we have the opportunity to give thanks and praise to you, and God, we thank you as we approach your word today. Give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you the eyes of our understanding being flooded with light, so we know the hope of your calling. What are the riches of your glorious inheritance in the saints? What are the exceeding greatness of your power to us, who believe? And, Father, we thank you for helping us to see what I need to see, what we need to see. And, Father, we'll be, he- we'll be hearers and doers of the word, not just hearers only, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, ten reasons. You say, ten, you're going to get through that in a half hour? Uh, you just pray my strength in the Lord. And uh, yesterday we had a wonderful leadership meeting. Let's give a hand for, for our vision. Our vision speaking so loud. I'm so glad. I'm honored to be going to this church. I like this church. I like that I go to this church. I happen to be the pastor, but I do like coming to this church. But let's talk about number one, why it's so important to give Thanksgiving. It's a national holiday. We know that. It reminds us of our, of our history during Thanksgiving. Do you have a little time off this week? Anybody? Yeah. And uh, we set aside time together for family and friends and give thanks. And uh, God has been so good. We, he deserves our thanksgiving. He deserves our praise. He deserves glory. But uh, in 1620, we also have to be reminded that there was 102 pilgrims that came to the continent to build a new world. And that new world would be a place where they could freely worship God. You understand that this new world that we're living in we have the freedom and, and the unhindered ability to praise and give thanks to God. There are places around the world that if you did this today, they would be executed. We are so thankful for this new world. 65 died due to starvation. They had a tough time. They died because of disease and cold, a cold winter, but they never gave up because God never would let us down. But in 1621, 46 pilgrims and 91 Indians met to give thanks, the first thanksgiving, for an abundant harvest and for the preservation of their lives. And just for a moment, right in your seat today, there are things that you need to be thankful for, I need to be thankful for, and I just want to take a moment and just thank God. You thank God for what you need to, but Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for always being there. I thank you. I thank you for good health. I thank you for you meeting my needs. I thank you for being my God that never fails. I thank you for being my source. I thank you for being my sustainer. I thank you for being the one that encamps around about us, and you've given your angels to encamp around about us. I thank you. Come on, I thank God. No plague shall come nigh our dwelling in Jesus' name. God, we have so many things to be thankful for, and we're just celebrating that today in Jesus' name. So not only was that the first Thanksgiving, but it's also a national holiday that most of us get a day off, we, ate, we wake up a little bit later, right, and uh, we eat breakfast, and if you were to come to my home, you would eat Mom Judy's French toast on steroids. I'm telling you, it's like, it's, I can't describe it, but it's so good, it feels like you're sinning when you eat it. I mean, you know, have you ever had food like this, you're like, this is just too good. <clears throat> so thank you, Mom Judy, and And then uh, how many of you watched the Macy's Day Parade? Yeah, I do. And uh, how many watched the dog competition afterwards? Did you even know there was one? (laughs) How many watched some football? Come on, are you ready for some football? All right, I see you over there. Yeah, and uh, uh, there's only one undefeated team, by the way, in the NFL, and I wonder what that team is. What is that team? I'm feeling some preach coming on me right now. Oh, oh, oh. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they are nine and zero, and that is my team. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention my high, I'm not going to mention my uh, college team because they are doing terrible this year. But anyway, I'll be praying for them. But uh, then we eat turkey and all the sides. I'm thinking about that right now, and I probably shouldn't talk about it. And then we wait, and then we eat dessert, and then uh, we walk, and then we rest, and then we repeat. Right? So. Then we eat turkey salad for the rest of the week, right, with all the sides for a week, and then we watch Christmas movie. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Polar Express. How about that one? How about the first Santa Claus movie with, is it Tim Allen? I like that. Do you? Okay, you talking to me today or what? What's your favorite? Christmas Story, Christmas story yeah. All right. What else? Home Alone. Home Alone. yeah, that's a classic. That's a classic. Any, anybody else? Does anybody like? Huh? Jingle jangle. Jingle, jangle. Wow. I, it's new one. Oh, it's a new one. Yeah, oh, come on, you caught me off guard on that one. <laughs> What's that? It's so great? It's so great? it's, it's going to be on TV? Oh, it's on Netflix. Well, it's on Netflix. That's, that's, okay. <laughs> well, watch that then. How about Charlie Brown, you know? How about the old Charlie Brown that has this pit, pitiful, <laughs> the pitiful tree? That's a tree that a guy would pick out, you know? <laughs> oh, that looks good because it's inexpensive. But um, <laughs> then we decorate. How many have started decorating already? Yeah, we, uh, we. my wife, not we. I just get it out of the closet. I'm saying helper. And uh, then I'd help her as, as she needs. But boy, she's busy about the house. And we and think we're getting blinky lights out front this this year. Seems like she wants blinky lights in the in those trees that are really high. Where's Charlie? Where's Charlie? Oh, Charlie, we're not going to call you. Don't worry. By the way, Charlie put together that Christmas tree. Give him a hand and all this. And is Fran here this morning? If you help set up. Fran, Fran. Oh, stand up, Fran. She helped with all the decorations and the trees. And there are volunteers. And Yeah, that's right. She deserves that. You're so precious to us, all you guys, and thank you for always giving us a helping hand. Well, God is good, and my computer just went on the blink, so you hang on there. All right. So, um, number two, why do we give thanks? Reason to give thanks this morning? Well, because thanks is our password to enter God's presence. Did you notice the presence of God today in our praise and in our worship, when we do that in spirit and in truth and we assemble in the name of Jesus, there's two or three together gathered in his name. He said, I would be in the midst. And he just doesn't come visit us. He comes answering prayers. He comes to remove burdens and destroy yokes. He comes, he comes to help us. He comes to bless us. Man, I was so blessed in the, with praise and worship today. I was like, man, you guys just go on and just take the service. It was so wonderful, so beautiful. I love it. I love to express myself to God. But Psalm 100 and the message says, On your feet now and applaud God. Bring a gift of laughter. God likes, uh, likes laughter because he's a loving father. Sing yourself into his presence. Listen to that. Sing yourself into his presence. Know this. God is God and God, God. He made us. We didn't make him. We're his people. We're well-tended sheep. He takes good care of us, doesn't he? And enter into, or enter with the password of thank you. Come on, let's say thank you. Thank you. Come on, say it again. Thank you. Boy, that brings the presence of God right where you are. When you're by yourself, when you're in your car, when you're at a place in the house and you're going through difficulty, just start thanking and praising God. And the word says he would manifest himself to you. The presence of God would come in your midst. And boy, it comes with comfort. It comes with joy. It comes with grace. It comes with strength. It comes with peace. I need the presence of God every single day, so I am a person of thanksgiving and praise. Especially in those difficult times. You might not feel like he's manifesting, but the word says he does, and he's there to help us. So enter with the password thanksgiving. Make yourself at home talking praise, thanking him, worshiping him, for God a sheer beauty, all generous in love, loyal always and ever. Thank God. Say it again. Thank you, Jesus. You rescued me. Thank God. He's come through for me. He's been faithful. There's not one time I can remember that he's ever failed me. He never has. You know, if if it appeared that something didn't happen that I was believing for, I could have. It's, it's not on God's part. Please don't ever blame him. Don't blame him. It could have been something that he didn't want for us in, the, in particular situation but when it's in line with his word you stand with that word and he'll always accomplish what what he set out first corinthians fifteen fifty seven says how we thank god who gives us victory over sin and death through jesus christ our lord second corinthians two fourteen says now thanks be to god who sometimes leads us into triumph i just want to see what now thanks be to god who sometimes leads us into triumph you're gonna to have to talk to me today, whether you like it or not. Say it with me, "Always, He always causes me to triumph in Christ, and, and also He diffuses the fragrance of His knowledge in us in every place." Now the amplified is awesome. The amplified says, "But thanks be to God, who in Christ always, let's say it again, always, always leads us into triumph." And listen, as trophies of Christ's victory, you're a trophy. We won something. In Christ, we're victorious. In Christ, it's in him that we live and move and have our being. In Christ, we're trophies of victory. And through us, he spreads and makes evident the fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere. And number three, we're given reasons today of why to worship, why to praise God, why to thank him. Number three, because it's vital. It's a vital part of our relationship with God. James 1, 17 says... Every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of good. If something good's happened to you, no, God was involved in it. If something something just overtook you in blessing, no, God was involved. When favor happens in your life, you know God was involved. And we need to, under our breath, if we can't express ourselves at that moment, you can express yourself under your breath, the God who's on the inside of you. And if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, he comes upon you. And you can just thank God. Thank you, God, for favor. Thank you for, for your blessing. Thank you, God, for always, always being there. Thank you for always being an ever-present help in the time of trouble. Come on, say thank you, Jesus. You've rescued me. You've rescued me. All right. (laughs) 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Now thanks be unto God who always leads us into triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of God. Amplified says, But thanks be to God. We talked about we're trophies of God. And through us he spreads and makes evident the fragrance and the knowledge of God everywhere. Number four, why praise God? So many good reasons so far, but why praise God? Because it's an important way to remember where our help comes from. Our help comes from the Lord. And thank him for helping us. There's things that just happens in my life. I'm not that good. I mean, he 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 does good things for me sometimes in spite of me. What about you? Yeah. He's good. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 11 says, Make sure you don't forget God. Your God. And right now, one of the reasons why I'm, I'm ministering this word is so that as we lead into the holidays, this word of thanksgiving and praise and and God being in the center of everything, make sure He is the center of everything, and then enjoy your family. Certainly watch those different shows, but make sure we 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 have that time where we're just saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You've rescued me. Deuteronomy eight eleven says, make sure you don't forget God, your God, by not keeping His commandments. Don't forget. His rules and regulations that i command you today make sure that when you eat and are satisfied which is going to happen here in a few few days and uh how many how, you ever heard people say oh i ate so much or they'd say jesus and i said it wasn't jesus fault it's your fault <laughs> but uh but that's about the only thing you can say laying down watching the, whatever the movie or the ball game but make sure that when you eat and are satif- satisfied and you build pleasant houses and settle in see and see your herds and flocks flourish and more and more money come in watch your standard of living keep going up and up make sure you don't become so full of yourself and your things that you forget your God your God the God who delivered you from the Egyptian slavery your God the God who led you through the huge and fearful wilderness those desolate and arid badlands crawling with fiery snakes and scorpions The God who gave us water gushing out of the hard rock. The God who gave us manna to eat in the wilderness. Something your ancestors had never heard of in order to give you taste of the hard life. To test you so that you would be prepared to live well in the days ahead of you. In verse 17 and 18 says, if you start thinking to yourself, I did all this. You know what God would have to do to put us in our place? Just stay his presence off us for a few minutes. If God stays his presence off my life, I'm sitting down because I can't do it without him. But he's never going to. Because I need him. I need him more every day. Ready? Say it with me. Thank you, God. And I need you more. Refill me with your Holy Spirit. It says, if you start thinking to yourself, I did all this, and all by myself, I'm rich, it's all mine, well, think again. Remember that God, your God, gave you the strength to produce all this wealth so that he can confirm the covenant that he promised to our ancestors. Number five, why are we giving thanks and praise to God? We're remembering all these different things. Number five, because we forget and take for granted some things in life that we should thank God for. Let's get in the habit of thanksgiving. We celebrate thanksgiving, but thanksgiving is a daily occasion for us, right? It's good to be reminded of these things. Psalm 103, talking about don't forget his blessing. Don't forget the things he's done for us. Thank God. But bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. And bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all, of his, not all of his benefits. Read this together, verse 3. Ready? Read. Who forgiveth all of thine iniquities, who healeth all of thy diseases, who redeems our life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies my, our mouth with what? Good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Tell that person next to you, you're looking better since you came to church this morning. So many things spiritually we need to be thankful for, but so many things we need to naturally be thankful for. Did you know if you could read, you're more fortunate than over 2 billion people in the world that can't? Did you know if you can attend a church meeting without fear of harassment, arrest, torture, or death, you are more fortunate than 3 billion people on the face of the earth? We don't know what persecution is. Some of us, when someone looks at us sort of like with slant eyes, we, 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 we have to go to counseling. <laughs> they might have had something in their eye. I don't know. Ready? Don't, 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 don't let someone else's bad day get on you. No, 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 no. I'm just not going to let somebody else dictate what my day is going to be like. Did you know if you had food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof overhead, and a place to sleep you're richer than 75% of the world's population. I see some pictures on the mission field of, of children on dumps diving down in the, in, in the filth to try to get food, and they live in that area. In just little paper, wood, whatever, they could do huts. That's why we do a lot of mission work around the world. Did you know if you have money in the bank, in your wallet, spare change, in a dish someplace, you're amongst the 8% of the world's wealthy? I think we need to just thank God for a moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Forgive us for complaining. God, forgive us for for complaining about what we don't have. And oh, God, I want to thank you for all the things you have brought in my life. Thank you. Did you know if you hold up your head while a smile on your face and are th- truly thankful, thankful to God, you're blessed because the majority can, but most don't thank God. Psalm 136, 26 says, Give thanks to the Lord of heaven. His faithful love endures forever. Psalm 50, 23 says, He who offers sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. I want to honor my God today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the work you've done in my life, in our life. Thank you. Thank you. Psalm fifty twenty three says, He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and him who orders his way aright, I shall show the salvation of the Lord. Thank God. Are you thankful this morning? Why should we give thanks? Well, it's a national holiday, a reminder of our history. We need to be reminded of these things, not forget. Because what's our password to get into the presence of God? Because it's vital also in our relationship with God. It's an important way to remember our help comes from who? And because we forget and take for granted some things in life that we would thank God for. And then uh, number six, it says, because I want to be in the 10% that thank God. One out of ten. I want you to be one out of ten with me. Luke 17 says it happened that he made his way toward Jerusalem. He crossed over the border between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, ten men, all lepers, met him. They kept their distance but raised their voices, calling out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Jesus, Master, have mercy on me. Jesus, Thou Master, have mercy on me. Taking a good look at them, he said, go and show yourselves to the priest. And when he gave a command to go and show yourselves to the priest, you only did that if you were cured of whatever disease that you had. So here they were in a leprous condition. Jesus said, go show yourself to the, pl- to the police, to the priest. <laughs> and they had a choice to make. they lock up in their heads say, I'm, I'm leprous. Why am I going to the police saying I'm not? But because the word of God came. Would I say the police again? My goodness. That car, how many saw the police car out front? I was like, thanks, Jesus. I'm not doing anything bad. I'm making sure I got my seatbelt on and everything. It's the priest, not the police. But the priests were sort of the police of that day. <laughs> I'm trying to work something in this, you know. <laughs> it's working Okay. Anyway, so he said, go show yourselves to the Thank you. So they went, and while while still on their way, they became clean. Leprous condition. One of the most destructive and foul diseases you could ever have in this world. And they all became clean. But listen to the next verse. What? One of them, when he realized the goodness of God, when he realized the mercy of God, when he realized the favor of God, when he realized the healing power of God, when he realized, my goodness, only God could do this, I need to go and express myself in thanksgiving and praise. He turned around and came back shouting his gratitude. Listen, there's sometimes you'll see in the church when, when there's a high praise or something like that, and somebody gets excited. Well, listen, you don't know. You don't know what they were delivered from, you don't know what they were healed from, you don't know what kind of need God met in the, in, the, in the last hour. It's good for you to express yourself in whatever way you're comfortable, that's fine. But don't judge me or don't judge anybody else that gets excited or jumps up and down. And I think about Vic today, he's so excited, he's jumping up and down. Well, God delivered him and healed him of cancer. Come on. I love to see life. I love to see people express themselves. You might be new to this, all this. You say, my goodness, I'm not used to this. Well, you know what? It's scriptural. It's scriptural to express ourselves to God. God said, I would that you lift up holy hands, praising God. You know, there are different things where you, you know, you, you dance before the Lord. You shout before the Lord. Sometimes you get silent before the Lord and praise and worship Him. We don't want to put Him in a box of our expression. Whatever way He wants us to move, we want to move that way. Because there's a blessing in it for you. Now, if you just stand back and watch, the word says taste and see that the Lord is good. Just try it. You'll like it. What's that commercial? Try it. You'll like it. Oh, hey, babe. Hey. She just took uh, Joseph and Rachel to the airport, and there she is. How'd you do that so fast? You're beautiful. I thank you, Jesus, for my mate. She's so wonderful. Yesterday we did a leadership meeting, and I, I really it just dawned on me what would this ministry be like, be like without the voice of my wife without the leadership of my wife It's sort of like you know being single and a man in an apartment and and then the then you get married well then you start dating somebody that Young lady with other people in the house at the same time comes and visit you. Never be one on one in a closed-in place with a single person or any person. Say, but I, we're having a prayer meeting in here. No, you're not having a prayer meeting because you're going to hold hands and you just sense. I just feel the embrace of God. Oh. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So anyway, that uh, the, the, the lady comes in the, the apartment, and, and the apartment needs a lot of help because it's just a guy in there. I, what am I saying today? Well, we're thankful for ladies that help us. That's what it was. Okay, thank you for my wife, and thank God for all the different leadership we're raising up here. Thank God for what God is doing. I'm thankful. So I go back and thank God like this one that turned around, came back, shouting with gratitude, glorifying God. He kneeled at Jesus' feet, so grateful, he couldn't thank him enough. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus said, we're not there ten. He was looking for all of them to come back. But only one out of ten. What has God done for you? What has God done for me? And have I been that one out of ten there have been times I haven't been, but God's reminding us, come on, thank God with me. Oh, God, thank you for what you've done for me. Thank you for that job. Thank you for that house. Thank you for that car. Thank you for my kids. Thank you. Thank you for good health. Thank you for delivering me. Thank you for delivering me from things I didn't even know I was delivered from. Thank you, God. Where are the nine? Well, we're one of 10. We're, we're one of 10 today. Where are the nine? Can none be found to come back and give glory to God except this outsider? Then he said to him, get up on your way because your faith has healed and saved you and made you whole. You acting on the word of God, what he had spoken made him whole. And he came back praising God. And Jesus affirmed him. Warm, weirsbeck, talking about being thankful and not being forgetful told about a ministerial student in Evanston, Illinois, who was a part of a life-saving squad. And in 1860, a sheep, a sheep, now I'm talking about sheep when I want to talk about a ship. (laughs) Well, I know the police were on that ship. In 1860, a ship went around on the shore of the Lake of Michigan near Evanston, and Edward Spencer had to wade again and again to the frigid water because there was a... uh, Apparently this uh, ship had been destroyed and it was a rescue mission now. And this person, Edward Spencer, waited again and again, waited in the water again and again to rescue 17 passengers, say 17. In the process of time, his health was permanently damaged for rescuing those people. Some years later at his funeral, it was noted that not even one of a, not one person that he had rescued ever came to thank him. Let's not be that person. Say it with me I'm one in ten. Tell that person next to you I'm thankful for you. We take that, I mean, we take each other for granted sometimes. We really do. Hebrews 13 50 said, 15 says, Therefore, by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Psalm 107, 20, it says he sent his word, he healed them. If you've ever been healed, if you've ever been delivered from your destructions, God's saying now, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men and let them sacrifice the sacrifice of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. I remember mom, she had a degenerative disc or what was that? Am I saying that right? But she, she had to have surgery, um, and she was in such pain, and she was standing in faith, but she still listened to the doctors, and she still was headed towards surgery. And that's, hey, listen, you believe God going into surgery, you believe God in surgery, and you believe God after surgery, and thank God no matter what way God wants to do it, just thank Him for it. But in the, in the midnight hour, she was standing in faith, and all of a sudden, the healing power of God hit her back. She's healed. Glory to God. Well, you know, It's not wrong to go through a surgery if you need it, but thank God and ask God to speed up the recovery process. It's, there's people and there's people I'm working with even now in the, in the hospital. They said they're amazed because of how I've recovered so fast. That's how I pray for everybody I pray for going into surgery. So if God chooses to work through doctors, thank God for that. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. Sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving. Declare his works with rejoicing. Number seven. Why are we praising and thanking God today? Because there are so many benefits to thanking and praising God included in our faith. Andrew Womack, we know him, don't you? Praise, he said, isn't like the caboose that just follows what happens, but it's more like the engine of the train that makes things happen. Do you want God to watch over his word to perform it? Do you want God to bring to pass what you're standing in faith for? Somebody ought to praise God. Somebody ought to thank God. Somebody ought to just continue to praise God. Even praise him in another tongue, he says. You give thanksgiving well when you praise him in another tongue. Kenneth Copeland says, praise is the big gun of faith. The big gun of faith. See, that's what I talk about the police. See, the police were in here somewhere. But, you know, the devil wants to keep you from thinking about praise uh, and thanksgiving while you're in the process of believing and not thanking and praising God because he knows it's important. It's a key to breakthrough. Remember when Paul and Silas were locked up in prison? Things looked bad. Look serious. Most people would begin begging God to get them out. Most people would be considering all this, all the ways they'd serve God and start complaining, why why is this happening to me? Wondering how it could possibly deserve what they were going through. But instead, Paul and Silas, they begin to pray and sing praises to God. Right in the middle of being in the inner shackles of a prison. Most uncomfortable, terrible place. You think going to prison is bad these days. You ought to see the prisons of that ancient time. It's literally terrible. And Acts 16.25 talks about the result of what happened when they began to sing and praise God. All the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. And all the doors, every chain, all because of praise and thanksgiving to God. Philippians 4.6 says... Oh, be thankful, be anxious for nothing, but in what? Everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving to God, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Come on, take a praise break. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm one. I'm one in ten. I thank you, God. I'm not going to be like those 17. We've been delivered from so many things we don't even know. We've been saved. God's had our back. He's surrounded us. He's sustained us. He keeps us. Thank God. Number eight, praise and thanks. Again, a little bit overlap here. But praise and thanks to God brings him on the scene. Read in your personal devotion, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, a wonderful illustration of praising and giving thanks to God when there was insurmountable odds, impossible odds, that they could even be delivered from the situation. But God. But God. 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 In that passage, they began to praise and thanks God, giving thanks to God. and, and, And God, he said, this is not your battle. I will fight this battle for you the battle is the Lord's and he sent the praisers out first <laughs> how'd you like to be on that praise team go out praise team sing in the in, in midst of all these hundreds of thousands of enemies just go out there and sing start singing like Jericho march around the walls and on the seventh day shout something about shouting when God gives you direction that walls can come down crumbling Something about shouting and praising God right in the midst of insurmountable odds that, that like Elisha's servant, he saw the odds around him. There were just so many enemy around him trying to destroy Elisha's life. But Elisha told his servant, I would that God would open up the curtain so you could see who's on our side. Because if God before us, it doesn't matter who's against us. And when the veil of the curtain, which is so thin these days, was, was just pulled back, this servant saw chariots of fires and angels encamp around about, all the enemy. God delivered them from insurmountable odds. Psalm 22.3 says, God inhabits the praises of his people. Do you ever need God to show up and help you in your life? How many need Him to help you right now? Does anybody need God to help you right now? Just come on, start praising God. Start thanking God. And He manifests Himself to your life. And He's right there with you. He's with you, in you, for you. He's going to see you through. Because wherever God is, that's where His power is, His joy is, His peace is, light is. Where there's light, the darkness can't stay. Psalm 9-3 says, When mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall. And perish at thy presence. What's our password? Thank you, you, Jesus. In praise. In honor. Bill Winston says praise is much more than just music. It is powerful spiritual warfare. God never meant for you to fight your battles alone. Praise will shift the battle from you to God. Praise gives you strength and stops Satan right in his tracks gets that negative, oppressive thoughts out of your head. Number nine, why praise God? Because we need to make sure our scales are balanced with prayer and thanksgiving. You've heard this illustration before, but it's worth repeating. Dad Hagen said once he shared a testimony that illustrates this, he told of a missionary who had uh, contracted smallpox before the vaccine came out. And in fact at that time it was so fatal this missionary began praying to the Lord regarding her sickness and when the Lord gave her a vision of an old fashioned balanced scale one side was labeled prayer the other side was labeled praise she noticed in the vision that prayer the prayer side was stacked up high and the praise side was not it was just small a small stack so the ba- that were not balanced it caused a Balanced a slide way too high. The scale was out of balance. The Lord spoke to her. And listen, this is a good word for all of us. When your praises equal your prayers, you will be healed. Your answer will come. There ought to be times when no one's in your house that you're thanking God and praising God. And you, you know maybe even when there are people in your house, you you're still away. Because you're not trying to impress anybody. She spent two days doing nothing but praising God. She she had uh, got caught up in her praises and thanksgiving. At that time, she didn't ask God for anything. She just praised Him. And at the end of the two days, she became completely healed. That's the power of praise and thanksgiving. Psalm 106 says, Praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good and His love endures forever. And then finally, why are we praising God today? Because if we are honest, we are behind. We are behind our praise and our worship. Psalm 1611, you will make known to me the path of life because in your presence, as we praise God, is fullness of joy. In your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. There's nothing wrong for asking God for help. But we should also be taking time to thank God for everything he has done and is doing for us. Right? We can praise Him because we're saved. We can praise Him because He's delivered us and healed us and, and uh, praise Him for Him being our creator. We can praise Him for being our restorer, our friend, our counselor, our comforter, our strong tower. We can praise Him. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So why, why, why are we praising the Lord today? Come on, baby, come on up. Which um, what you, baby? They're up here. I got them. You remember we, we asked you, some of you, um, what you're thankful for. But uh, let me just conclude what we're talking about today. Do you, see, do you see some reasons? Do you see some reasons why we need to praise God? Yes, yes, yes. Well, it's a national holiday. It reminds us of history because praise and thanks is our password to enter His presence because it's a vital part of our relationship with God. It's important to remember where our help comes from because we forgot and we take for granted some things in life because I want to be 1 in 10 1 in 10 that came back to thank him because there's so many benefits of thanking God praise and thanks brings God on the scene and because we need to make sure our scales our scales are balanced and then because if we're honest we are behind Amen the way we're going to complete this service today is my wife's going to read some of the testimonies that um, were sent in as a result of us asking, you know, what has God done that you could be thankful for?
1: So there were so many. If you guys would just keep the lights up for me, that would be great. I love seeing faces. (laughs) Um, We text you all to say, hey, send in your texts of, you know, what you're thankful for. You guys, there were so many. Um, We have read every single one of them. There's no way I can get to all those. But let's just find some things to be thankful for where we are. Mm -hmm. Just the whole message that Pastor just preached. But let me just share a couple of these uh, with you this morning that so many sent in. Um, God has blessed my family with good health, strength, more wisdom, and understanding. He has also blessed me with continual employment. And I don't know, I just want to pause right here because I know many of you maybe have been laid off during this time. Well, maybe I want you to do that at the end, to pray for jobs. Okay. Because I just had that on my heart this morning. I've heard some reports. But you know what? There's going to be a better job available for you. Better benefits. Oh, it's going to be a better schedule for you. We're going to come in agreement in prayer at the very end.
0: But don't quit your current job say I'm quitting my current job in faith don't do that use wisdom and also don't be a complainer watch your attitude if you don't like your current job listen be thankful because there's somebody that doesn't have a job that would love to have that
1: I've been very thankful this year for my family and community authentic relationships and opportunities for our family to grow closer to God and be able to reach our community. What I am thankful for in 2020, I am thankful for my personal relationship that I have with God. Man, aren't you thankful for that? I don't take that for granted. I am thankful for a loving and patient wife who's by my side through good times and bad times and brings encouragement in everything we go through. I am thankful for Harvest Church a church of many colors. I love that. I love that. I am thankful for having the best pastors in the whole wild world. Aww. Despite all the challenges and adversities that they go through, they still pour into our lives, and they still help us to live with purpose. We are thankful for God not missing a beat in our income, with it not uh, stopping, even though we are in a pandemic, we are blessed to be in a position to sell our house um, and praying that God blesses us with our forever home to replace it. Um, though 2020 has been tough for a lot of people, there's still been a beauty in it that I find. I am two years in remission and still cancer free. Glory to God. Mm. I have also moved to a new station at work with a great crew and was blessed with a new dog. That's so (laughs) sweet. I love doggies. They bring so much joy. Uh, I lost my job back in March due due to the pandemic. However, many blessings followed. I was blessed with my dream car through my grandfather I was also blessed with random funds that allowed me to keep my bills paid and to relaunch my web development business. I was blessed with the clients as well. God has been a great blessing, even when I wasn't even expecting it. The Lord has blessed me uh, to have a job, a roof over my head, and more than enough, I've been able to help family friends where I had not been able to in the past. And it, um, God is and has been good to me. We have time for one more? Good. There's so many, I wish I could read them all, but Pastor and I have been blessed to read every single one of these. I am thankful to still be alive. Just one month ago, I was so close to being called home to meet our Lord. With this being my second experience with facing A medical situation that has almost taken me away from this world. I am very grateful and thankful to God that he still has a reason for me to be here. Going through what I have went through has caused me to change the way I think and view life. Life can really change in a matter of minutes. I now don't allow myself to get caught up in the chaos of the world. Love that. Instead, I remained focused on God and his word because it was only God that brought me through. And I know we can all say amen, amen, amen. Okay. Well,
0: if you're needing a job or you're wanting a better job, lift up your hand right now. I've never prayed for somebody and they did not get the job there's always all, some how many of i prayed for that you got a job yeah let's just pray keep your hands lifted that if you want a job or need a job father my wife and i set our heart in agreement with these that need a job or need a better job we ask you for it together we believe we receive that job now we command you W, take your hands off that job in jesus name and father we thank you give them direction Give them, give them the leading of the place where they need to be. And Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you right now for that job. So we need to thank God with that person right now. Come on, let's just thank God for, that, for the answer. And God, we thank you for opening doors no man can open and shutting doors that need to be shut in Jesus' name. And give them the right timing. And Father, we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. So what you're going to do, if you raise your hand, you're going to come back and talk to my wife and I got that job. I got my job. I got that better job. Because it's going to happen. I said, it's going to happen. As a matter of fact, we released our faith and God's watching over His prayer and His word to perform it right now. So expect it. But now listen, if you're out of a job completely, you have a job. Your job is to get a job. And do that full time until you get a job. Because that job's waiting on you now. All right, let's pray one more time before we're dismissed. Father, we just thank you for this time of worship and praise today. Come on, just thank God with me one more time. Father, we thank you and we praise you for all your goodness, for all your mercy, for your loving kindness. Thank you in Jesus' name. We don't forget any of your benefits, too many to even announce or number right now. We thank you for forgiving all of our iniquities, healing all of our diseases, redeeming our life from destruction, crowning us with loving kindness and tender mercies, filling our mouth with good things, so our youth is renewed like the eagles. Thank you, it. Now with our heads bowed and eyes closed, if you're here today and you say, Pastor Coyne, if I were to die today, I don't know where I would go. I want to know that I'm going to heaven. I, I, I want, I want to, you know, accept Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior because that is the only way to heaven. With every head bowed, every eye closed, if you're here today, say, Pastor Cohen, will you pray with me? I won't pull you out. I won't won't bring attention to you, but I need you to respond in faith. You just need to respond. And if you are going to need me to pray that prayer with you, say, Pastor Cohen, pray the salvation prayer with me now. Raise your hand right now if that's you. Just about every service, we have people raising their hand. Maybe you didn't raise your hand, but you know what, guys, look up at me now, and I'm going to do a little pastoral on you, and online, I'm going to get a little pastoral on you. In other words, I'm the one that can only say this in this house. What is our vision? Well, first of all, our mission is to love God, and if you love God, we're going to, we're going to serve people, love people, and, and we're going to live with purpose. And the way we're going to fulfill the will of God for our life is we're going to reach so I want to get on all of our case today. It's why didn't somebody raise their hand today? Reach. Live this thing right in front of your world. The grocery store, someone delivering a package. There's all different kinds of things. Going to a doctor. My, uh, Hannah has um, one of her, the doctor she works with, uh, because of Hannah's light and encouragement, She's, she says, i, I got to come to your church. She's been watching us online. Hi, if you're online. And she was so impressed that we let ladies minister to word, the word in this house. She said, I go to places they don't let that. My God, Can you imagine not having my wife's voice and the different people that speak? That was a different age and a different day and a different culture when they did that in the word. So. That was just a little bit of an encouragement did you feel that come on let's have one eye on eternity i think we can all though close our eyes lift up one of our hands and say i rededicate my life to you jesus father i rededicate my life to you i rededicate my life to the vision of this house is to reach and bring someone and live this life and i ask you to draw people to me and in my pathway those closest to eternity God, many people are dying in their sins and going to a place you never intended them to go, a place called hell. There's a heaven to gain, a hell to shun. And Father, help us to be aware of our world in a greater way and help us to connect people. Help them to come into community if we invite people and we can have them sit with us and so they don't feel awkward. If they're a close friend or a relative, even go and pick them up. I wouldn't advise you to pick up a stranger, though. Don't do that. And then we grow. We help people grow to their full potential, and then we serve. We join a team, and we we get involved with the will of God and the plan of God for our life. In Jesus' name.